This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. This is Danielle, and this is the Straight From The Net Podcast, and who are you? I'm Jamie. This is the Straight From The Net Podcast, in case you didn't hear from Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) I needed a turn, too. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day, Jamie. Happy Valentine's Day, Danielle. I got Danielle a Valentine's Day gift. Well, actually, Paco Paco did. did. Paco did. Well, Hims did. We got ourselves some t-shirts with our logo and stuff on it, because we need merch. Um, We need to advertise on ourselves. We are our walking advertisement. <laughs> we don't have money for a billboard, Mark, in the UK. What's yeah. his name, Mark? Uh, I, I can't remember. I Mark something. Mark. Mark in the UK. We don't have money for a billboard, so um, we are the billboards. Yeah, that was on the um, the last one we did for the Dave the Duck and stuff. Yeah. Dave the Duck and stuff. I kind of really like that. It rolls really nicely off the tongue. So, um, we went out. I went to the mall. The, uh, excuse me. It's been a long weekend. I went away this weekend to the Wyoming Mall in Wilkes-Barre, PA, and they had a t-shirt shop, and I got Danielle and I t-shirts. Well, actually, Paco did, because I was going to buy them, and he was like, no, babe, let me buy them. And now... And I love them. And now we got Valentine gifts from Paco. It's so exciting. It is very exciting. I mean, really, it's going to be this shirt and, like batteries and a vibrator for me on Valentine's Day. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm going to get a psychic reading done on Friday. That's good. Yeah, I had had one planned for like a month and change ago because she went out of like the country and I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, well, how about the 14th? And I'm like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I've already paid for it. Like, it's just sort of sitting out there. So, I actually go on Friday at 11 and I'm going to get, like, my little reading. And I went and got one from her before, what was it, like a year and change ago, maybe? I went and got one from her. I don't remember. And she was, like, pretty freaking amazing. Like, she shocked me to death. Like, I was like, wow, oh, my God. Like, I definitely walked out of there feeling a certain kind of way. So, you're going to get a psychic reading, and I'm going to the pub. Are you going to go to the pub? <laughs> like, that's where Nothing I'm going. Nothing says love like the Christian. Pup. Oh my god, that kind of like rhymes almost. Nothing, nothing says love. Nothing says love like Jamie getting her way and making Paco go to karaoke. So like every other time. Yeah, like it's a normal Friday night for us. Oh wow, okay. Like I always get my way. He's a good man. Well, I bought myself he picks a his necklace. Battles. I know. I saw that. It's so yeah. pretty. I bought myself a necklace, and um, because my grandmother had given me one, and the chain got all loopy, crappy on it or something, and then I think I lost it in the move because I can't find it. So I bought, like, another one that was very close to what she had given me. And so I was like, you know, I'll just do this, like, for myself. And, of course, that was last month before I realized this month is tax month. And I'm going to get raped to death. Yeah, that's not a good time. Tax month when you're self-employed is not fun. Dear IRS, she didn't mean raped. (laughs) Yes, I did. Without any lube at all. They just went straight dry up in that bitch. If you need to know where to buy lube... (laughs) <laughs> and anal desensitizer wish please, wish.com 
<laughs> IRS, I'm talking to you. I know. Oh, my God. If you want to listen to our last episode, episode 30 of Dave Duck and Stuff. Dave the Duck and stuff. We talk about the different things that come up on Wish. Poor and Dave the Duck man. I feel for him. I do feel bad for Dave. That was probably one of their funniest episodes. I mean, I don't know. Like, I look back at so many of our episodes, and I'll listen to them, like, randomly here and there, and I'm like, that one really, really made me laugh, because I'm just like, oh, my God, ducks were given STDs and everything. I was like, oh, my God, it was so funny. Poor so, Dave. I know. So, anyway, but uh, we have a lot, a lot, a lot going on right now, and I just want to mention real quick there before we dive in, because I don't want to forget... We are on daytime New York radio now. We are. Yes, I almost at forgot. Lunchtime. At lunchtime. At lunchtime, 1 o'clock. Uh-huh. Every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, they moved us. So, Hudson Valley, we love you. You love us. Um, they moved us out of the 10 o'clock, and they're putting us on at 1. And the fun part is, not that we get to hear it, is that we're, like, bleeped up there because we're on the air. So, they beep. And I'm like, I wonder if it's, like, just bleep, bleep, bleep. Right. The whole so, episode. So I'm going to try to keep the F-bombs to a minimum. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, but how how fun is that if you're listening to it and... And it's just beep. Right. The whole beep, time? Beep, beep. I probably sound like okay, this. Here comes Jonathan. Because I just beep. They're beeping every other word. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know. I'm like, I guess we got to behave. Well, on the on the stream, they don't. Oh, I know. Yeah, they no, don't. it's, and, it's and, straight. The right. Same. So if you want to hear us, like, raw. <laughs> We're raw dogging. If you want to hear dogging. us with no beep protection, <laughs> um, listen to us through the WMLT app, which is the best way to hear the full podcast with no edits, no commercials. It's, it's freaking awesome. Like, fuck it. I love New York. I know. New York is funny. Oh, my I God. I love New York. <laughs> so I thought it would be great. I just, I needed to make sure that I told you guys. Um, yeah, because, because. some people are going to be like, wait a minute, I was listening, and we didn't yeah, have Yeah, that was me. You, you even forgot. You're like, we're not on. I'm like, because we were already on this in this afternoon. Well, I thought that we were on a 1 and 10. But then no. you were like, no, we're just on a 1. And I was yeah. pissed. I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, why are we playing, like, this music instead of my shit? <laughs> like how dare they do that to us but actually works out a lot better so i'm kind of excited i'm, I'm thinking we really need if like somebody just happened to like be going through like at that time and who knows like a celebrity or something and they're like howard stern great howard stern they keep um comparing us to you we need your help <laughs> yeah oh my god could you imagine we you need your help he's like, like come get, get on SN- sm radio oh my god i know wouldn't that be fun that would be so fun that would be fun, because then we really could just, well, we'd do pretty much whatever we want now. Yeah. I don't know that it would make any difference if we were, like, on XM or Sirius or whatever. It, we would still just be us, but, like, with money. Like, imagine the setup we would have. Yeah, but then you'd have to move. Money. And you don't want to move. You said you're not moving. You would have to move. No, I would just send it in like we do here. If you have an XM radio show, though, you have to go to the studio. Oh, well, shit. I know, right? So I guess I mean, we got to be careful what we wish for. Take the good with the bad. Although, we <laughs> the piano weaves thing we were talking about. So there's like kind of a little running joke with Jamie and I about it would be so cool if one day we were so big and so badass that we could have a guest, like a grade A, celebrity A guest named Keanu Reeves. Like, he would be so much fun. So we He's were, America's treasure. And we're and we're America's future national treasures. We are. Keanu, look. I realize that we <laughs> just 
record out of Danielle's basement, you know, all this. Yeah, I was like, we're not in the basement. I understand that. And we're not, like, hotsy-totsy, and we can't pay you. (laughs) But we love you. And we thought, how neat would it be, though, if, like, we end up getting, like, humongous, and we have to go on, like, the Ellen DeGeneres show, or we go on Jimmy Fallon, and they're like, so, we hear that you guys are just so in love with Keanu Reeves, and we start talking about Keanu Reeves, and then he's, like, sneaking out behind us, like, oh, I'm gonna just surprise him, and then he, like, taps one of us on the shoulder, like, oh my god, Keanu, look what you did, (laughs) and in the meantime, I'm running away with my hands at my face, because I'm like, oh my god, and Jamie's smelling him. I'm gonna smell him. She's just gonna run right up to him and smell him, like, there's not a fear in her world, like, there about isn't. being near him at all. I would be like, Paco, turn away. <laughs> don't look. This is going to be shameful. Don't look, Paco. Don't look. It doesn't mean I don't love you anymore. It's just, I have to do this. It has to happen. I need a pass. But I mean, how funny would that be? Like, that would be so funny. They'd be like, okay, so Jamie's smelling him and Danielle is like 30 miles away on the other side of the Danielle studio. Danielle doesn't know how to cope. <laughs> I don't know how to cope. I'm like, oh my God, it's Canary's. And he just happened to be nearby and thought he would just, you know, do a favor. And now Danielle's praying for something else. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jamie's checking underneath the sofa for Paul Rudd, too. <laughs> yeah, you got Paul Rudd in the background somewhere because he, too, is like a vampire. That yeah. man never ages either. I just think Paul Rudd's hysterical. But then he, she was like, and I'm like, I wouldn't even know what to say. Oh, and I got a reason. You'd be like, are you still dating that bitch with the silver hair? Like, is that she's still around? <laughs> like, she's probably the nicest, sweetest, freest driving like tree hugging woman there is and she probably does yoga and prays for all of us and you're like that's silver hair bitch <laughs> you know what I mean she kind of looks like she's one of those people that talks very softly and you would you just know, feel really nice in her presence I don't like Jenny McCarthy and it's not because you know she's an anti-vaxxer or or anything like that I don't like her because she's married to Donnie Wahlberg and my 14 year old self is strong in me and it's like that's her <laughs> husband <laughs> that bitch is with your husband <laughs> Fuck you, Jenny McCarthy, and your super successful mass Singer show. I know. And she, oh, my God. And he looks so good. He is so old. I mean, he's like, what, late 40s now? Listen, he's so old. I'm 43. <laughs> he's so old. And he looks so good. And he is so quick to take his shirt off, man. Yeah, man. It's he's like, look at this shit. Look at it. Tony Wahlberg, man. Oh, God. God. I mean, I think I actually like him better than Mark. No. No, no. I like no. him better than Mark, but no, it's here's, like it's here's real the thing. close. I, I like him. I like him. I too probably like him better than Marky Mark. But Marky Mark, Marky we're Mark. stuck on a Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: why? Because I feel like Mark Wahlberg has let the fame go to his head more, mm-hmm. and he's very like. I think Donnie Wahlberg's more down to earth. You know what? That might be. I think why? he's more like one of us because he's so like nah. He definitely ain't like us. He looks like that he's just so nice and sweet and grateful and caring and all that stuff. But I'll tell you what, I'm not forgetting how all those motherfuckers fake cry at the goddamn shows because they're just so happy to be here and I can't believe we're here. We're just going to cry in front of you guys and the girls are all going to lose our shit. You Jordan's, know goddamn well they Jordan's fake cry. Jordan's fake cry was the worst. The, the only one that was somewhat believable was Joey. Yeah, Joey did. He really threw out that fake cry. Like, I mean, it was his fucking job. Like... Check this shit out. I'm getting ready to cry like a mother flipper. Right. And they did. So, I mean, that was the only thing where I was like, oh, come on. Like, give me a friggin' break. But on Instagram, Donnie Wahlberg is, like, literally the nicest, most grateful, most I'm so happy to be here. Every day is a goddamn holiday. I'm like, you know Jenny McCarthy must love him. 
I hate her. She just, she, how can you not love someone like him, though? Like, I, if that's really who he is. Right, and that's why I hate her, because my 14-year-old self is like, she stole your husband. Yeah, but on their show. Like, did she? Donnie Loves Jenny, or Jenny Loves Donnie, whichever it was. I love that show, and they would, like, fuck all the time. Did she? All the time. Did she lay in bed with him every night under her face? Did she have the Dr. Wahlberg pillow? Did she kiss him every no, night you know from what? the time she was 11 she, to the time she was almost 15? No, but I'm telling you what. She kisses him in some other places every fucking night now if you oh, watch their show. that's my soul. He's definitely getting... It's, he's definitely getting... I don't want to talk about it. Every night. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you know what? I'd like to see her without makeup on because she's had some work done. Like, you could tell she's had some work done. And that's a lot of makeup she's got on. I want to see her bare face. I don't know. She's got this cute little hot bob haircut now. Like, the new mass Singer, she's got, like, this cute little bob thing going on. Does she? Like, probably a wig. Jenny McCarthy's hair is, like, super cute on that show. Like well, I, I think feel she's like, super cute anyway. She's a little annoying, but I still I really feel like, like her. it's very Monroe-ish. Marilyn Monroe-ish. You do? I do. Her new hair is cute. Super cute. See, there you go, Je- Jenny. I gave you a little compliment. <laughs> I know. That was really hard for her. Let me tell you. She's swallowing that compliment. Like, it, it's, it's hard for her. It is. Anyway, we probably need to jump in now because that went on a tangent for like, what, 12 and a half minutes. <laughs> Take us away, Jamie. Start the show. Huh. So we'll do it. We'll do something something easy first. So, <laughs> We're not going to just dive into some really no. bad shit. Okay. So I am short. I am 5'1". <laughs> Danielle is like, what are you, 5'6"? Five, 5'7". Five, Danielle is 5'7", so she's mm-hmm. like Amazon woman. I am not. OMG. But, um... There's this article on crafty.diply.com, and there's one foot tall periscope glasses to help short people see over tall people. You know what? I would like to have that when I go to concerts. Right. Because even though I'm 5'7", I still can't see over anybody. Right. Like, I can't <sighs> see shit. So it says no matter, no matter how much you're enjoying it, a good concert, a musical festival, or even a parade can be ruined the moment someone six foot five and a giant yep. decides to step in front of you. Every time. Suddenly your, imper- your perfect view of the entertainment has now been replaced with a much too perfect view of someone else's back. Yep. If you're a short person, this is an all too common problem. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a little cold. Um, so... You face at just about every every event that you decide to attend. The world wasn't made for you, and those tall people are always getting in the way of your enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Goddamn tall people. Everybody's <coughs> freaking tall to you. It, it, that you are. Everybody's a giant to me. Mm-hmm. Well, beyond spotting a particular high-heeled pair of shoes, of sporting a particularly high-heeled pair of shoes, this wasn't pre- previously possible, but now you can wear one of these fancy new periscope glasses. And they look ridiculous. And give you your and give yourself extra height when you need to, so you can finally see over every tall person who stands in your way. So, London-based inventor Dominic Wilcox came up with what he dubbed one foot taller glasses. Essentially, the fancy facial wear is designed to give users the perfect solution to their short person problems. The smaller mirror in the bottom of the of the glasses is angled at a 40, 45 degree angle, and it's towards the top. Towards the one at the top. Oh, it's a mirror at the top. Yeah, it, like it has like a stem on it, and then it's like it looks like a rear view mirror on a like on a oh, car. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it like shoots down, and then you can like watch. You can so the smaller mirrors glasses. are aimed upwards towards mm-hmm. the top mirror. So while you yourself aren't physically growing an extra foot, your eye level is. Mm-hmm. Wilcox's challenge was challenged by Microsoft 
surfaced to come up with an extraordinary solution for everyday problems. He said he was inspired to create the glasses after witnessing a short woman's view at a concert to be obstructed by a tall person in front of her. This gave him the idea to design a way for people to see over obstacles such as six-foot-plus people like me, he said. Oh, he's a tall person, and he did this for short people. That's nice of him. <laughs> no, that was Not all of you tall, freaking people think of just yourselves. I don't know, apparently. Some people get their thrills from bungee jumping, scoring a winning goal, or what, at Wembley, but I get mine from coming up with creative ideas, he said. Creativity is important because the world has many problems, challenges, and we need a lot more people with creative solutions to solve them. As of right now, they're currently not for sale. Um, they're part of an extraordinary solution and everyday problems exhibit at the D and AD Festival in London this year. Um, but perhaps someday you'll be able to, you'll see them popping up on store shelves, ready to give you that, give you the average size person a bit of a boost in the next crowded event. I'd only suggest grabbing a pair if you're willing to sport such an eye-catching facial accessory for an entire concert. I can't imagine they're too easy to dance with, but at least you'll be able to see everything. Well, there you go. Thanks. No, I mean, I even, even me being at 5'7", when you get somebody that's like 5'9", 5'10", 5, anything like over like say two inches above right. even me, it's like I can't see. And that's why I hate going to concerts unless I have a seat or something. And even then it's kind of annoying. Because, like for instance, um, the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. Wells Fargo Center in Philly is scary as shit. Okay? Mm -hmm. Those seats up top go straight up. So... Like, you're sitting in your seat, and, like, the person in front of you is, like, their head's at your knee. So, it's like, when you stand up, you're looking straight down, and it's scary. But let me tell you what. These freaking idiots will stand up in their seat, and then you still can't see. So, now you got to stand up, too. All the way. And it's it's awful. It's so annoying. And you're like, I can't see. There's, like, nothing I can do. But you know what? The queen has seats, like, above or whatever, and it kind of goes around like a horseshoe. And I went to two shows there, and they have, like, a spot that they call, like, the crow's nest or whatever, which is, like, all the way over on the side of the stage. It's one of the best seats in the whole entire house. Never had a problem once without being able to see. And they were, like, $150 seats, and I'm like, to go see a stupid-ass show, I'll gladly pay it because I don't want to deal with that. It's annoying. Yeah, it, it's hard when you go and you're, like, looking forward to seeing something. Um, when we went to see um, Belle Biv DeVoe and In Vogue, mm -hmm. like, Paco was like, they were going to this concert, and I about hyperventilated. I was like, oh, oh my God, right. new edition? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I would freak out. I would have been so He's excited. like, no, Belle Biv DeVoe, and I'm like, no, it's new edition. Like, that's right. basically what's going to happen. Yeah. And we got there, and they sang all the new edition songs. So Did they really? They did. Oh, wow. Well, they awesome. also sang Poison and, right. and Do Me and all that right. stuff. But... I was so excited, and Paco and the boys made sure, I was the only girl there, made sure that I was close enough to the stage, like, moved me with them. Right. To where I could see it. Oh, that's good. Thank God. But then, the next year, we went to see Ja Rule and Ashanti and DMX, mm -hmm. and we were so far away, and I had to watch it on the Jumbotron up, like, next to us, which isn't the same. Like, I didn't come there to watch a video. Right. Like, I want to see that. So... Mm -hmm. I understand completely what it's like when the people are so much taller than you that you can't see what is happening right right in front of you. And it's like you'll get like a good spot where you're like, okay, we're in a good spot. And the next thing you know, somebody just comes rolling up right in front of you. And you're like, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Right. And it's not like, like I always look around me and I'm like, are these, am I going to be, if I sit here, am I going to be like screwing somebody's view up? Yeah. Because it was a concert on the beach. 
Oh, right, right, right. So I always look around. Right. And I'm like, am I going to be messing somebody's view up? Mm -hmm. And I try to pick a spot, like, staggering, so I'm not. But not everybody thinks like that. Everybody's no, like, nobody so thinks like sometimes that. they're like just so excited that they're like, Woo, I'm gonna sit here and, and and fuck that bitch behind her. I can absolutely tell you that nobody thinks like you at all when it comes to that whatsoever. And I got something that else that probably nobody else thinks about but this person. Okay. According to TrueFab.com on February sixth. So well let me just say this. Gwyneth Paltrow did a candle. That said, this smells like my vagina, and it sold out, like, in a week. I think we mentioned it before briefly. Like, I'm wondering who buys that, though. I don't know. Where people are like, hee-hee, let's go buy it. And it's on Goop, so you know it was probably, like, a $75 candle. It was pussy. a $75 ca- was it? candle. Oh, my God. Like, it really was it? Like, is it a bunch of, like, hippies that love Gwyneth Paltrow that are like, I'm going to buy this? Or was it a bunch of pervy guys that are like, I want to know what Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smells like? Her vagina doesn't smell like anything. It was seventy-five dollars. It was a ten point five ounce candle, and it was seventy-five dollars, and it was sold out. Yep. What? Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, you can get really nice scents at Bath and Body Works for like fifteen. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, hold, how did this even happen? Yankee Candles got wooden wicks, like that are way better for the environment and things like that, and. They're only like 25. Well, she said it started off as a joke. This is Gwyneth Paltrow at this okay. point. I went back because I had to like look at it because we didn't actually talk about it. We glossed over it before. And it said, um, perfumer Douglas Little helped develop the scent with Paltrow in the original description for the product. And it said the two were working on a fragrance and she blurred out, uh, this smells like a vagina. But evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, beautifully unexpected scent. Think of it like penicillin. Sometimes the greatest achievements in human history can happen by accident. Oh, so it was like not really her vagina. It was like the way that the initial sm- smells were it, a little fishy. It, maybe. It, it, it smelled like a random vagina? Like, how does she know? Is what a pouch a little freaking freaking? It wouldn't surprise me. I don't know because this smell. Well, I think, well, she said smells like a vagina. Right? Oh, this smells like a vagina. So we. To me, like, when you say stuff like that, like, it's a joke and you're calling it fishy. I don't know. Because vaginas can get a little iffy. Yeah, you know, I mean, Especially I guess. when you've been sitting on it. Well, I thought it was really funny in the one movie that um, Amy, what's her facey, was in. Amy, fuck, what is her name? The comedian girl that everybody likes to hate. Amy Schwimmer? Sh- yeah. Schumer? Schumer. Yeah, it's that movie that she was in said it smells like soup. Like, have you ever, like, sat on it, like, on, like, a hot day where you're, like, outside at, like, Krabby Dicks or something, and you're having drinks, and then you go to the bathroom, and you're like, oh, wow, that does smell like chicken noodle soup down there, doesn't it? Like, it's just sort of, like, you're, like, in your own little juices all day no. long sweating. You've never had a chicken noodle soup, soup smell? No. I would much rather have a chicken noodle soup smell than anything else. Um, I tend to keep my, um, area private. Like, I, I don't... No, it's not. It's, it it's is. Private. I don't. Do I mean? don't notice. Like, if I'm sick or something, and I'm taking an antibiotic, like there's an odor. But I don't. Usually, when I take an antibiotic, it goes completely away. There's not a smell I, for miles. I just can't. So I, I don't want to think about it because I get real self conscious. So even if I notice an odor, I'm just like get in the shower. Like I don't take the time to investigate what the odors 
smells like or oh that's a little peanut butter. Well, no, I never did either until she did it. A little peanut butter bush. Is that what and that's said? a little peanut butterish. Like, no, but she did it on that movie and I was like, oh wow, I think I do know what you're talking about now. I mean it is what it is. I mean vaginas happen to have smells sometimes. Like if happen. I if I notice an odor and I'm out in public, like I freak out. Like I ha- I have to go home and I have to shower because I'm so terrified of somebody else smelling it. Like it, or like if you walk past something, you're like, oh my god, Jamie's tooth doesn't smell so good. She should go shower. Right. So so I'm like directly in the shower. Yeah, because I have been around women that have walked by and you're like, oh my god. And I've noticed that um, when I was heavier, like I would have to shower like twice a day because when you're heavier and you sweat. Mm. So yeah. Now that I'm lighter, I haven't noticed. It's not as much. It's not as sweaty. Right. So like, all vaginas have an, have an odor, but nothing yeah. like, like, if it's pungent, like, I'm freaking out. Like, that is, like, my biggest fear. Oh, no, fear. of course. Absolutely. But it's it's just so funny. So, she, that's what happened with her. But then Erica Badu was like, oh, hold my candle. Hold my candle. Yeah, so, jufab.com, it says, Erica Badu has you beat. She's selling incense created from her used underwear. Called Tyrone. Nope. <laughs> Tyrone don't want to hear from you, bitch. Tyrone's like, fuck, I gave away all the, I threw those underwear out because she pissed me off with that song. And y'all, <laughs> I could have made a mint off of them. Poor <laughs> Tyrone. It said, her reasoning for creating the product is simple. And this is what she says. She's just so full of, so full of herself, isn't she? There's an urban legend that my pussy changes men. <laughs> an <laughs> urban legend? Uh-huh. Like, how many have people have you been with for it to be an urban legend? I don't know. I'm like, no, honey, that you're just a hoe. Actually, I can get behind being a hoe because, I mean, we all have been a hoe one time in our life. I, I don't like the word hoe. It's free spirit. <laughs> We've all been free spirit at one point in time in our life. It's fine. Because I feel like women who go out and have sex with a ton of men are not necessarily hoes. They're just doing no. what guys do, and they just... There's a stigma. There's a double standard. So I don't believe anybody is a hoe. Unless you're actually like a hoe and you're selling your shit and making money. And God bless you for that too. So, I always think it's funny. I don't know because I call you a hoe. I call you a hoe too. But I know but like Beth will call and we call each other a Horace. There you go. How you doing Horace? I don't know. How are you doing Horace? We used to make jokes all the time about our mom being on 4th Street in a box. Oh my God. That was like our big thing. Like 4th Street here is like where all the homeless and like, you know, deplorables live. <laughs> Some really crazy as shit comes. So she'd be like, hey, oh, by the way, I saw your mom. I'd be like, oh, you did? And she'd get me every time. Yeah, on 4th Street, she was moving her box. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, you biatch. I can't stand your ass. So yeah, she would get me all the time with that. But um, anyway, so back to this. It says she revealed her plans to sell incense created from her used underwear, telling 10 Magazine that the unconventional product, dubbed Badu's Pussy, will smell as advertised. I took lots of pairs of my panties. Ew, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Cut them <laughs> up into little pieces and burn them, she explained. Even the ash is part of it. Oh, my God. Available in her soon-to-launch online store, Badu World Market. The singer said her reasoning for creating such a product is simple. There's an urban legend that my pussy changes men. The men that I fall in love with and fall in love with me change jobs and lives. She called this her superpower. Badu, who told the interviewer she actually stopped wearing underwear a while back, feels the people deserve to have their homes smell like her burning used underwear. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I so she God. uses, she cuts up the whole underwear, even the ash is part of it. So it's all well and good until you get a piece that was Erica Baduki. <laughs> Erica 
if she was wearing them when she had the flu or something. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Erica Badu, you are a legend and you're talented and I love your music, but you have lost your mind if you think oh, I'm going to go out God. and spend $15 on a freaking incense stick because it smells like your burnt underwear. And let me tell you what, if I find Paco sniffing it, he's in trouble too. I will beat him with it. I, I'm just so grossed out by it. I just, I don't know what to think. I'm like, is she for real? Like, is this, you know what I mean? Like, is this for fucking real? Like, she has really stuffed up her own fucking vagina like this? Like, she's not even stuffed up her own ass. She stuffed up her own uh, virgin. I am not you know what though. This is ridiculous. Her oh and Gwyneth Paltrow, your your signature scent shouldn't be your vagina. Like I well, Gwyneth Paltrow said I it picture, was a joke, and it's not really what it says. It's actually like a really nice thing. It's a joke that they named it that way. I picture my Erica Badu's literally burning up. Her I undies. picture my signature scent something like Plumeria and goat's milk, like <laughs> very nice, subtle. I almost bit my coffee. Beautiful right out of my scent, face. possibly some magnolias. I don't know. Mine is, um, the favorite perfume that I have right now is Daisy Love. It's my favorite perfume. I don't know what it is. I love the smell it of it. It smells like magnolias. Your perfume Does smells it? like magnolias because I just got a new body wash and I was washing with it and I was like, what do I know that smell? And I was like, my body wash smells like you. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Well, I got it as a gift for Christmas or actually I got myself like a little pen of it and then I wanted it. So I think for a gift for Christmas, I got like a full one thing and it was like really expensive and I love that smell so I'm thinking if it had to be anything I would want it to be that smell yeah. and you notice people that at no point in time did we say this candle smells like our nipple discharge <laughs> it doesn't smell like our asshole okay this after candle, a couple days this candle smells like the inside of my belly button <laughs> I've, um, I'm going to just collect all of my urine and feces samples for the whole week. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull all, I'm going to pull all the lint out of my belly button. And and, between your toes. And in between my toes. Yeah. And I am going to. Set it on fire. Set it on fire. And this house is going to smell like ass and toe jam. decided she's completely full of shit or not i'm like is she really full of shit and we're gonna call it that's Eric- so disgusting we're gonna call it erica baduki <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's so gross though it is it's really not okay it, it i is. didn't read that whole thing until just now because i'm like from now on i don't want to <laughs> read them until you and i are kind of together because i want to be just as fucking shocked as you oh so my speaking God. of like people reaching <laughs> People reaching and and being just silly, just silly. So heads. so, what is Lainey to you? She's my fur child. She's also your what? Your home's what? My home's defense system. No, she's like, your, she's, not she's your pet. Oh, okay. I'm like, what the hell? I, that was the obvious answer. I thought you were going to make me go for something else. Okay, so, never mind. I went too far on that one. So, PETA. Fucking PETA, man. God, fucking PETA. PETA's PETA ugh. founder says calling your dog ugh, or cat yeah. a pet is derogatory. Oh, my God. People for the ethical treatment of animals is urging people to put an end to the use of the word pet. <laughs> Lady, if I call you a pet, am I offending you? 
she's like, do you have cheese? Well, I know. Do you have cheese? Do you if have you, doggy treats? What right. You, got you for can me? call me anything you want can for you this throw fucking a slim ball? gym. For a tennis ball, I'll smell Erica Badooki's candle. <laughs> Just throw it. <laughs> the founder of the animal activist group told British media outlet that the term pet is derogatory and reduces animals from being a living, breathing organism to an inanimate object. No, it doesn't. We're not calling her a vase. You know what, PETA, did PETA, okay, is it just me or back in the day ski, weren't they kind of like the people you did want to call when there was like an injustice happening with animals? Like, is it me or did they just take a fucking they, left turn They went fucking crazy, And man. drove out to California and were drinking wheatgrass shots. Like, what yeah, is that's happening? Probably, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So founder Ingrid Newkirk insisted that, instead wants people to use the term animal companions to describe dog, cats, and other domestic animals. She is also calling for people to refer to themselves as animal guardians instead of owners. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ingrid. Shut up. Oh, my God. Are we going to have to edit that out? That was, no, we're not. Like, no, we're not. She deserved it. No. She's, 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 she's out crazy. there saying it, so I'm going to say it about her. Ingrid Newkirk a fucking UK. Get over yourself. There's nothing wrong with calling your pet a pet. It is a pet. As long as you love it, take care of it, nurture it, and give it a happy life. What the fuck? Like, the people piss me off. Oh, my God. Okay, so, and I, I own my pet. Like, plain and simple. Uh-huh. In the past, PETA has called for an end to what they describe as anti-animal speech. <sighs> Including terms like bringing home the bacon, kill two birds with one stone, beat a dead horse, and take the bull by the horns. Whenever you call, whatever you call your animal companions, we want to see their pics. Click here and send your animal pics. So they turn that completely around. They're like, we want to see your babies. And then there's a bunch of pet pics. Why? Which they call pet pics. Why are people so weird? So, yeah, I don't understand. Like, why is everybody offended? Like, that you walking past the ranch and saying, oh, take the bull by the horns. It's not going to piss off that bull. Unless you literally take the bull by the horns. And then you're just dumb. <laughs> then you're just stupid. Right. Like, a pet is a pet is a pet. And I'm, and I can't. People are just so freaking ridiculous anymore. I don't Do you know. have There's a problem? So Do you have a problem, Miss UK, with, um... Oh, is it PETA UK? Yeah. She's the founder of PETA's UK branch or whatever. So do you have a problem with the Harry Potter books calling their little animal trinkets, their animal things that they're allowed to have with them familiars? Like, is that an issue with you too? Like, shut up. Oh, that's so funny. That's on the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, I I, I haven't watched, yeah, Salem. I haven't watched the third season and I can't wait to. I haven't watched, I only got through like a first, uh, the first couple episodes of it. Um, but her cat, they call it familiars. So I'm yeah. like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, which is, and wizards and things, they're, they're pets, they call familiars. Because oh. they're more than pets. They're, they're like, they derive power from them, all this. Well, maybe she would be okay with a familiar. I don't know. She sounds like a familiar asshole to me. Well, I don't really know how to go, I don't know how to segue onto this one. Because I personally think this dude's kind of a, a weirdo. Um, but you don't, but this is getting ready to come out and it's starting to make its way around the uh, interwebs and this is from movieweb.com and it's Corey Feldman needs security 24 seven as his truth documentary ramps up for release. And you were like, yeah, buddy. This is written by Kevin Berwick, by the way. Yeah, I am like, yeah, buddy. Cause shit's about to go down with Corey Feldman. He's about to blow the whistle 
so loud on so many people. And he's probably going to end up like Epstein, which will be sad because growing up, me and my girl Suzanne, we loved some Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman. Like, oh the my Lost God, Boys was our shit. Well, what was it? The, the one where... Um... License to Drive. License to Drive was one of my favorites. I love Corey. That one. I didn't like Corey and, Feldman. Uh, I never liked Corey Feldman. What's the other one? Mm. The other one where, oh shoot, I can't remember it, but it was a really good movie. It's well, on. it says Corey Feldman has revealed that he and his wife have twenty-four hour armed security. Feldman revealed the news when he announced the long-awaited release date for his Truth documentary on social media. The documentary has been in the works for the last few years, and the former 80s teen idol has seen constant roadblocks while trying to get his project put together. Traditional studios and streaming platforms don't want to have anything to do with some of the claims Feldman is making in the movie. As for the 24-hour armed security, this is something that Corey Feldman has talked about before. He claims he will be revealing some big names in Hollywood who are involved in an underground pedophile ring. This is, God, that's kind of scary. This has led to alleged attacks against Feldman, with one happening in early 2018. Feldman was rushed to the hospital after he'd been stabbed with a foreign object while at a stoplight in his car. The actor says that the Hollywood Wolfpack were the ones responsible for the attack. I never heard of that. Did you hear about that? No, and who are the Hollywood Wolfpack? I don't know. Please elaborate, Mr. Feldman. Well, I guess he's going to in this documentary. Oh, I cannot wait. Like, I'm all about this. Like, I want to know the skizoop. Well, it says, in addition to physical attacks against Corey Feldman, there have been threatening phone calls, emails, and messages on social media. He and his wife are living in fear, so hopefully the armed security, at the very least, gives them some peace of mind as they prepare to release My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys. Feldman's best friend and frequent co-star, Corey Haynes, suffered sexual abuse while growing up in the entertainment industry. Dream a little dream. That's Oh, there you go. (laughs) And allegedly told Feldman to tell the story if he happened to die first, so he's honoring that promise. Feldman also suffered sexual abuse as a childhood actor in Hollywood, and it's his aim to make sure that it stops happening by raising awareness. So he says it's going to be a live world premiere on March 9th, um, which is the eve of the 10th anniversary of Corey Haynes' death. He says that the premiere, along with the movie, will stream live at 8 p.m. on the West Coast, which means it won't air until 11 p.m. on the East Coast, and even later for other parts of the world. Tickets for the event will be available on blah, 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 on February 22nd, and they're going to be $15 to $20 a household because it's a one-time only event. He said he's been talking about exposing these names for years. So there's a lot of attention on him. And there's not going to be any advanced screenings. There's none of that. Like, he wants to... And he hasn't even seen it. He wants to see it, like, when everybody else sees it, too. That's good. Like, I feel like... I feel like when Corey Haim... When Corey Haim died, um, I feel like you could see as they got older, mm-hmm. like, they were changing. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman were these kids that, in the 80s, had this huge career. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it was, like, him, them, and Michael J. Fox. Like, they were just these staples. And then as the movies went and they got a little older, like, you could tell, like, they, they were fucked up in the head. Corey Haim, you could tell, like, he was really fucked up. And there has to be a reason behind it. I mean, and if you think about it, Drew Barrymore talks about how when she was nine years old, she was at Club 54. At nine years old, mm. doing coke, smoking weed, and dropping quaaludes at nine. Like, these kids, River Phoenix. River Phoenix died at an underage club where, well, I know he owned the club. But the club was famous for, you know, underage celebrities going in there and doing drugs. And, and they 
they were subjected to all these things that wouldn't fly today. Oh, like, God, it, it wouldn't fly. I don't it think wouldn't fly it... today, but they have these... Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster mm. was, like, smoking right. weed and all that stuff at, like, 9 and 10 years old. Like, these children, these child stars of the 80s, they were brought in and fucked up. Yeah. So, the fact that he's about to drop some names about, like, pedophiles and things like that, I have no doubt in my mind that he's telling the truth. I don't know. And if some of them are going to be it. names that we don't want to hear. Some of them will change name, pe- the way we see people that we've always, you know, adored. But he has the right to tell his story, and somebody needs to tell it because Corey Haim can't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I mean, Corey Feldman, he just is one of those people that he just, I feel like he's just one of those people that wants to be in the limelight one way or the other. I mean, he just dropped that weird ass album where he was like on TV where he was had like, I don't know. Remember the Angels? No. It was like really weird. He was on like TV. It but Corey, Corey Feldman has been releasing albums throughout the years though. He's always had his little band. Yeah, but I mean, it was really, really weird. And he's he's had out. other ways to get back into the limelight if he really wanted to. I mean, he he can act. I he's think a, so. I think he's, he's a good nuts. actor. So I think that he's had other ways to get in there. But why? Why? Why now? You know what I mean? I know he's saying he did it for him, but I mean, he's been gone for a while. He's been gone for ten years. So why now? Like because it's probably is it because everything else emotionally for you or no? What? Because he he's got to tell the, his own truth. He's got all this stuff bottled up inside of him, and it's fucked him up so bad that he has to get rid of it. He has to put it out there. I think I he's know. brave. I, I would need to because he's done so many crazy things, and to me, it seems like he's he's done crazy things because he's mentally fucked up because he was touched. But we don't people. know that for sure, though, yet. Like, I mean, I can't just start blaming people for things without really... There's a mean? lot of things that we're not sure of. Like... I know, but that's like, what I'm saying. I'm Casey allowed to Anthony, have an opinion. Casey Anthony, you and I say to go, swear to God that she killed her child. She did. But how do we know we weren't there? She like, actually said, like, they, one way or the other, the kid drowned in the pool. That's what she's saying. She drowned in the pool, and she took that baby out and buried it along that road. So one way or the other... She knew exactly what happened to that baby, one way or the other. Regardless, something happened to her. I get what you're trying to say, but I don't think it's the same thing. I don't know. I'm, it, it may be. I don't know. It may be. I just, he's so odd. I would like to see if anybody else will come out in defense of it. Oh, I'm sure they will. I mean, then it would probably, to me, I, I, he lacks credibility to me. Not that, it, I'm not, it's not to say that he didn't have these things happen to him, but so many of his antics have been so odd to me, I felt like they were odd and very weird, and I don't know. That's I mean, why it makes but it who hard. knows how you would be if you were continually raped by? I don't know. Like, no, I I understand. Like, like I, I feel it. like a lot of these child child stars of the '80s got fucked up, and a lot of them. <coughs> I mean, look at Winona Ryder. <clears throat> Winona Ryder was in the same time genre as Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. You know, she was young. She was hot. Like, she played in Reality Bites and, mm-hmm. and freaking Girl Interrupted and Beetlejuice. And she had Mermaids and all these amazing movies that she was in. Mm-hmm. And she started stealing. And who knows what happened to her to the point where she decided, okay, now I'm going to be a kleptomaniac. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, she's made it back. I mean, she's, I mean, you know, she's back, but thing. she's still really odd. Like, she's still very strange. Some people might just be weird, though. I mean, we know weird people that well, were molested. They're just weird. 
I, I think that Corey Feldman has something to say. And I think Corey Feldman's even if it's like not, ADHD or Even if it's not something. 100% true, I think enough is going to be true where things are going to get, things are going to happen. And it, there's going to be fallout and it's going to get crazy. Well, I hope that him saying that he's getting all these threats and all these things, and I'm like, I hope that he's preserving all of them. Like, if right. somebody's putting those things in writing, let's see them. Because, again, it's hard for me, like, when somebody lacks credibility, for me to just go off whatever it is that they say. You know what I mean? It's very difficult. Well, look what just happened with Johnny Depp and what's her facey. Right. Never heard. She's fucking nuts. And I always said, I don't believe her. I yeah, I, didn't I looked her at either. her, I was like, she is narky. Like, and I, it's so funny, I'm on this whole narcissist kick lately. But even back, but before I even got on that whole kick, but back then, I was like, I don't believe her. And it wasn't for the fact it's that I was like, oh, I know Johnny and I know his something about it. I just knew. And it was like, I knew she was doing it on purpose. And then she started getting all this hate. And then she knew she had to like, but it was just the way that she did it. She was taking out full page ads and all this shit. Like she wanted to decredit him. Yeah, she wanted the attention. She wanted the attention. She wanted to discredit him and everything else. And you could just, and it was weird. And I'm not one of those people that's like, and I don't. I don't want to be like, I don't believe you. If you come to me and say I'm in a dem- in, in this abusive relationship or I've been raped or whatever, like, I'm the first person I want to help you. But there was just something about it. I just knew it wasn't true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I think they were very toxic together. And yes. I do believe that to be true. Because, I mean, he talks about, like, you know, there's been I times feel, when he's had to grab her up. I feel up. like this documentary is going to be, like, a lot like, um, like How to Make a Murderer. Like, one minute you're like... Oh, he totally did it. And then the next minute you're like, why is he in jail? He's completely innocent. I think there's going to be a lot of flip-flopping. I don't know. And I wait. We'll have to wait and see. I think that it's going to, I think it's going to blow some shit up. Like, I think there's going to be some serious fallout and it's going to give us so much material. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it kind of creeps me out a little bit. You know who probably has not molested him though? Keanu Reeves. Like, Keanu Reeves, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is like, let me help you, son. Like, Keanu Reeves is like, I'm going to pay for your armed guards. Like, Oh, my God. Keanu Reeves is like, I ain't going anywhere near Corey Feldman. That's what Keanu Reeves is doing. He's like, I'm going to sit over here um, with my girlfriend in her Prius, and I'm going to go hug trees. Like, I'm not getting anywhere near Corey Feldman on this one. So, speaking of asshole people who do weird things. <laughs> you just said he's not an asshole person. You, like, totally believe well, him. No, he's you, you think he's an asshole person. I think he's. But I think he's nobody, an attention seeker. Nobody is as big as asshole as this fucking guy. Okay. So this is from Small Joy's TV, but it's actually been everywhere. Um, YouTuber is now popular. His real name is Jason Ether. He made a bad. He made a bad use of the couple's joint account um, to post the, a video, and he faked his own girlfriend's death. And that's not a very good article. Like, where is the article? Oh, here what it the is. The shit. I, This is Kev on stage. So here's where he's he's crying. Last night we lost Alexia. And he's telling the world that his his girlfriend Alexia has died in a car accident, that she was hit by a drunk driver. (gasps) Right. So he tells the world this, and then his girlfriend is like I don't know why he say all this. Like he's got some serious mental issue. Like she does oh her my own. God. She does her own separate video, and she's like, you know, blah blah blah. I think she was in on it. 
I think she was in on it. I think this was all just to get views and likes and subscribers, and I think she was in on it, but now she's backpedaling because if you watch... The I, backlash had to have been ridiculous. Right, but he got over a million subscribers just from this video. So now she comes out with her own little channel. Like, ta-da! Just kidding! And she's like, I don't know why he would say something like that. He's got mental issues, blah, blah, blah. And she gets one million hits. What? And then they have this giant public breakup. Like, they're going at each other via their channels. And they keep getting more. They're like, people love the drama. So, I mean, well, fuck it's it, awful. Like, my mother always told me, there's rules that have been instilled in our family for generations to generations. Before mm -hmm. you leave the house, before you go to bed, mm -hmm. you always tell the people that you love them. Oh, not because me. I would go to bed pissed off at you. Because <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So even if you're pissed off and you're like, I want to fucking strangle them, you you tell them, I fucking hate you right now, but I love you. Yeah. Like so they know that that's the last words that you know if something happens to them, the last thing you said to them was I love you. No, I agree. I kind of I wish. Oh shit! I just threw my thumb right on the floor. You sure did. I just threw right, right on the carpet. The oh my god! And another rule no, was. I definitely wish I would have. Um, done many many things different now and another rule was you never wish death upon anyone because that's karma and that's going to come back and bite you in the ass oh speaking from the girl that has the death pool that is different it is not different that's basically it's the not same wishing thing. death on anybody it's just people, you bet on it people close to, we don't really bet on it we just give a list and nobody no money has ever been exchanged Oh my God, she's such a hypocrite right now. Do you hear this, people? Do you hear what a hypocrite she is? No, but but that was like something my my grandmother always said. No, I definitely don't wish. I always say the same thing. You shouldn't wish death on anyone. You like I'm in this this Tom Brady group. Like I hate Tom Brady. Oh my God. And like people like wish death on him all the time, and I'm like, dude, like I'm down for us like making fun of him and calling him a cheater and expressing how much we dislike him, but I am not cool with you wishing death upon him. Like, mm -hmm. like that is bad karma. That is bad juju. No, I totally agree. That's why I'm like, yeah, I don't like so, to wish death on anybody. So now these two people have like millions and millions and millions of hits. And everybody's watching the drama unfold. Right. So whatever their plan was, it fucking worked. Well, let me tell you, back in the day before we had all this crap, you know how we used to hear drama? When the neighbors would fight and the windows were open. And then you know what you did? You opened your window and you put your ear up to the window and you listened to your neighbors fight. You'd be like, oh my God, Tom and Sally down the street, they are arguing. He right. did something. And they'd be like, well, what did he do? I don't know yet because they're down the street and I'm waiting for the echo to pop up here so I can hear it appropriately. But that would be how we would do it. Or until we got the three-way calls. Oh, and then yeah. we would set up the other bitches. Oh yeah, that was, a, that was a fun setting up the I bitches. never did, I actually never did that. But the girl that lived across the street, God bless her soul, uh, it was like my ex-best friend, her name also was Danielle, and she passed away. She was the queen of putting somebody on three-way and like, and didn't you say so-and-so gave you crabs, or whatever it might be, or right. whatever. Or didn't you say that you wanted to have sex with her boyfriend? And that other girl would be like, yeah, fuck that bitch. I'd be like, oh, really? Is that what you said? Like, <laughs> right. like the three-way calls, the party line, that was like some shit. Yeah, that was That fun. was shit. You know what? And I, I never, had like their own phone number. I've never been line. a part of it. I've never been a part of it, but I, I've like, I've been a part of, the, been able to listen. Like, I was yeah. a listener, and they're like, whatever you do, Jamie, don't unmute your phone. So, Ooh. like, your finger would be cramping up trying to hold the mute button. 
I only did it one time, and she told me to act like somebody else because she swore this girl was trying to mess with, I think it was like her ex-boyfriend at the time, which was her baby daddy. So she was trying to set them up. And so she was like, and when she says she didn't or whatever it was, I can't remember. I only remember doing it one time and being like, is that what she said? Like that or whatever. And she was like, oh my God. And like, she was like all upset. And then I actually felt bad because I was still like a nice person then. <laughs> and I felt bad. I'm like, I didn't really want to hurt other people's feelings. And she was good at being really mean. So I'm like, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. But like back in the day, that's like how you did arguments. Now, YouTube. Could you imagine? Uh, like, I just went through a breakup. Could you imagine if I was like, let me fucking YouTube what this mother flipper did to me? Right. Like, come on. We were, we were, we were petty whites back then. Petty whites? <laughs> That's a new one, petty white. Yeah, I heard that one uh, the other day from Lester. Petty white? Lester no, was I, like, there you go, petty white. And I was like, oh my God, that's fantastic. I know. Well, actually, it's funny because usually, like, if anybody says, well, oh, like, what happened with you and so-and-so? It's like, oh, you know how some things just, just don't work out. Like, that's. The official thing you say to everybody you know what i mean but imagine if we were all petty whites and then we're like we're gonna just put up a youtube channel and i'm gonna freaking you know call you out i'm gonna say whatever i feel like about you i mean not that i ever would but jim like it's so weird to me that people find that to be appropriate like i wouldn't like of course like you know i would always post like my sad memes or whatever that may be like so it's like ah you know, eventually people are like, let me go see. Oh, she ain't in a relationship anymore. She's she's going through something. So, like, you can tell. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sad, whatever it may be. But I would never think to take it to YouTube and these freaking people are like, they took that to a whole new level. But people do it all the time. Yeah, I'm about to start <clears throat> making my own little YouTube videos about people I hate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I could never. I was looking at you with these eyes, like, caught in a deer or caught in a headlight. I'm like, oh, I, shit. I could never. Like, I could never at all. Like, I can't bring myself to... Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if somebody pisses me off and I can't stand them, I'll talk to you about it. I'll be like, listen to what this fucking bitch did. Because that's what you're supposed to do. But never would I put it out to the whole entire world. Like, no, that, that God, is, no. like, no, that's also bad juju. That's like that. bad karma, man. It is. Like, I don't want anybody to know my business, like, that bad. I mean, there's always, like, this, because I mean, I'm pretty open with, like, oh, look what happened with Jonathan or look what happened to the kids or whatever. I'm, like, you know, open with that. But I would never sit down and be like, oh, let me just tell you what happened with so-and-so, or I went on a date with this person and blah, blah, blah. Although, I did really call out all those dudes who were you being, did. like, assholes, like, in my inbox. So you were different then. <laughs> no, but they deserved it. They did. They were jerks. They were married men and people that were being jerks. And don't forget, there was that one, too, that got all mad <coughs> and said, well, that's okay, because skinny pussy's better anyway. Remember that guy? Fuck that guy. Fucking weirdo. I had to block him, too. But anyways, I mean, it just, it was a really weird time in my life like I was freaking devastated and I got all these weird ass crummy ass dudes in my inbox I'm waiting for surgery hearts broken weird ass dudes girls, and then here these guys are girls can be so crummy too can we just talk about the halftime show oh are we gonna talk about this fucking idiot no should, should he go into court with the one who's no. suing um you porn or whatever like I'm not even gonna talk about this guy like this guy is nothing compared to the fucking women right now on social media like losing their mind over that halftime show oh my god i know i guess we have to kind of touch on it because it's such a big deal we have to kind of talk about it i actually didn't even see the whole thing okay i did i watched it i didn't even see it i was like blabbing away with my mom like in the back room like we always do on sundays i watched it last year for the halftime show adam levine took his shirt off and did a whole concert with no shirt on and I, I, it came up in my time hop where I literally said, thank you, Adam Levine, for taking your shirt off. Oh, I know. You made my Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Okay, so there, there's, and my whole feed was filled with things like that. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer Lopez and Shakira come out. They are doing their thing. Jennifer Lopez comes out on a motherfucking pole. Like, she is spinning. She is on the pole. And she is working that pole. Like, she... But it was just, like, real quick, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw it, it, it was it, so it's quick. It's not like she was, like, gyrating on the pole. No, she, she wasn't. She just spun. She just spun down. But wasn't it kind of like, um... Wasn't it kind of like a, a skyscraper underneath of her look? Almost like she was, like, King Kong or something, and she was, like... It, it, there was a bunch of people underneath of her, like... But I don't think it was, like, a skyscraper. I don't really the remember. The thing that was, like, the pole, and it was, like, it looked like a skyscraper or, like, crystals or some shit. I oh, yeah, thought... everything was was sparkly. Like, it yeah, was... but the what was underneath. Anyway, go ahead. But, yeah, I saw that part. Like, a lot of people are posting the memes. And, I mean, it was very quick that she was on that stupid so pole. So they like, came out and. Who cares? And they're like, oh, her ass was hanging out. But it really wasn't. Yeah, like, she had that leotard on she her. Had, she had on a leather, like, ones, onesie, like something Beyonce would wear. It was and, like chaps, though. Almost. Yeah, and underneath she had the second outfit. Like she ripped that outfit off and then had the second outfit on. Can we just touch on that real quick? When she would bend over, it looked like her pad was showing. I'm just saying. Right, and it was, it was like sparkly. It, it was the sparkly from the from, from the, the other suit. outfit. But when I saw it, I was like, "What the hell is that?" It looked like her pad was showing. I'm like, she looked like her panty liner was hanging out. Anyway, and go. <laughs> but but people are really like women were like, "Oh, it was trashy," and blah blah blah. Oh my god! Hell no. Good for them. And there was a lot of there was a lot of women out there that were behind them. Mm-hmm. Here's my opinion on it, and it's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that I'm right or you're wrong because you're prudish. <laughs> when uh, she takes the hit before she starts telling right. you, I'm 42 years old, the same age as Shakira. Mm-hmm. If I tried to dance like Shakira danced, she's amazing. My hips are full of shit. My hips do lie, Shakira. They lie. <laughs> they lie. Actually, no, they tell you the truth. Don't try this because you're going to throw your back out and it ain't going to be pretty. My hips would be like, this is not for you. One of these 42-year-olds is not like the other. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, at 50 years old. Oh, my God. After giving birth to twins. Twins. She's got a six-pack. She's gross. She's... I mean, not gross in that way. Like, I- I'm actually, like, in... She I'm obsessed with her. Is beautiful. She is. And gorgeous. I turned around and I looked at my friend Allison and I said, "How many hours in the gym do you think I'm going to need to get that body?" And she was like, "All the hours. <laughs> Every single hour you have. Every don't sleep. single hour." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them for not only being like these huge fucking advocates for their culture, mm-hmm. but for not for getting out there and doing their shit with no shame." Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, one million moms that are throwing and this preacher that wants to su- sue the NFL for what was it, eight hundred and seventy-five trillion dollars, eight hundred and sixty-seven. Yeah, he's afraid he's not going to get into heaven now because he wants them dollars because of a pornographic halftime show. People, get the fuck over yourselves. It's a TV show. All you had to do was change the fucking channel. I know, like people. <laughs> like people are like, did you see the part where she did this? Did you see the part where you did it? If you were so offended, like there's moments on TV shows where I can feel like embarrassed, like something embarrassing is happening mm-hmm. on the thing, and I feel embarrassed for the actor. Right. And I can't watch it because I'm like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed for them. I'll turn the channel. 
Well, like, if it was making know. you so fucking uncomfortable, turn the channel, Becky, because the only reason why you watched it is because you wanted to take to fucking social media and bitch about it. I know. Well, I thought it was great. The one thing that you put up where the woman was like, that wasn't a Super Bowl halftime show. That was a pornographic movie or whatever you called it. That was porn. Oh, really? Really was it? Her husband's not getting a pee-pee sucked either. No. <laughs> I'm like, if that's what you think is porn... You're not cuckolding. You're cuckolding. Right. You're not sucking pee pee. You're a frigid bitch. And your bitch. husband's also an Ashley Madison with the one million moms. Right. <laughs> Maybe if you got on the stripper pole and even tried to do what Jennifer Lopez did, you'd get the stick removed from your ass. I- I'm thinking, or a nice stick in one, which is probably right. what you need. <laughs> what right. you need right now. Well, if you have any embarrassing moments that you've had to change the channel, please write into us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Look, I finally did it. Yay. I did your sign off. And you I can always it. find us on WMLT. If you cannot, if you need to, you go to your, see, I can't do this part. Hold on. I, I got, got it. it. I got and it. Hold on. And go. At 1 p.m. on Wednesdays, during the lunch hour, WMLD, if you go to your app store, you can find the app. And we are on Wednesdays at 1, Saturdays, Saturdays at 7? Mm-hmm. At 7. And <laughs> we love you, Hudson Valley. <laughs> like, she fucked me all up, y'all. I know. Like, I screwed you all up. You don't know like, what to do with yourself. Like, gonna, that's please, that's please not my area of expertise. Like, <laughs> I was like, why is she taking my, my Google thing? <laughs> oh, and you can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. Just put it in your little search bar. And you'll find us. But thank you so much for tuning in. And, and SoundCloud uh, and Stitcher. And again, happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers. And well, I don't know. I, I don't have a lover. And it's going to be happy Valentine's Day to me too. We love you guys. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day and get on the poll. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>